0: We're back. This is the bubble. He's Mike Bonner. I am Montana Samuels. And after a brief couple of week hiatus, our beautiful voices are gracing your earphones again. It's so crazy what can happen in three weeks now. Because I think it's been three weeks. I think we had uh, the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. Yep. Just that took up. I mean, a, a good chunk yes, of the news. that alone would be like it for anything. But then you have this New York Times story regarding Donald Trump's taxes. Jumping into the reality, not the reality, I almost said the reality, the entertainment world. Mm-hmm. Little Wayne drops an album. I think we we missed, uh, a big one was Mac Miller. Mac we, Miller dying. R.I.P. Uh, I don't even know if we were here, if we were recording for Eminem's album. I don't remember. Uh, who? Who? <laughs> I just can't even right now. Uh, we won't have any talk of that on this podcast. It was just a fact of statement that he dropped an album. That's all I was saying. You don't have to say whether it was good. You don't have to say whether it was bad.
1: The I don't even know we who you're about talking about.
0: Drake and... Um, Oh, Push a T. Push a T's beef. We have Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem's beef. That's, oh my God. I'm just stating things that <laughs> happened. You can't deny they didn't happen. No, they happened. Are you also saying the world, Kyrie Irving said the world is round? It, cut, that's big that's, news. That's Boston, what we Boston sports fans rejoice. Your shining star is no longer a bumbling idiot when, when it comes to They're rejoicing for that. I think, as he pointed out, maybe science teachers are rejoicing. He, I think he said that. Sorry to the. Sorry to the you science like, teachers. I'm a massive troll. <laughs> Ten and eleven year olds being like, "Well, Kyrie says that it's flat." And like, he I sells cool Nikes. <laughs> he went to Duke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, I mean, he he attended the university for one year, uh, and he was on the. But back. you still have to get in. Like I oh, understand what you're saying. On. No, I, there are a few. There are there are a few schools where it is. You do at least have to still get in. Like Stanford, you just can't show up and, hey, I'm here to play. Like, you do have to get in. Now, I will grant you that it is easier to get in as a student athlete than as you and I, but you still have to get in. Sure. Sure. (laughs) He's just on his own little world today, just (laughs) defying idea The idea that you have to be as smart as the general majority of Duke University students to be on the basketball team is a little bit laughable. I didn't say that. I said, what did I say? I said, it's easier to get in (laughs) than the normal public, but you still have to get in. The man exclaimed multiple times that the world was flat. I think they drop the uh, the criteria a little bit if you can dribble a ball. It's not a It's not the question to get in a Duke. You have to get the you have he can't show up with a 1.0 GPA and no, zero on sure. the ACT Fine. and zero. That's that's what I'm you saying. You can't get into any college like that though. That's what I'm saying. So uh, okay, we're whatever. We we've, we've completely lost track of where we're going. Shout out to Kyrie Irving, come on the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of well. Well, not anymore. Not yet. Not yet just trashing his alma mater like that part of the brotherhood of duke basketball kyrie irving that we're not uh, come on this isn't a duke pod not a duke he, pod he didn't even play it dude that was no the he funny played part. two games yeah, that was, his, whatever <laughs> kyrie come on the pod explain it yeah come come talk his dad to us. played at bu i think all-time leading scorer boston university yeah the uh new england connection We haven't talked about my guy, Patrick Mahomes, while we're on the sports tip. Who? Patrick Mahomes. The NFL uh, record. I don't know. The records are kind of weird. I'm not going to make that exclamation. But future MVP, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. He's the odds-on favorite to win MVP this year through four weeks. Four to one odds. You come on the podcast after (laughs) we've been gone for three weeks, and you don't acknowledge that Eminem's a real person. Who? <laughs> then, then on top of that, you double down. This may be the last, I'm glad the people came back to the pod, because this may be the last <laughs> might, one. might be the last one. Then you usher in a phrase, introduce a phrase, odds on MVP through the first four weeks. Yeah, man. Sports. I've been li- well. I've been gone, I've been listening to a lot of sports podcasts. Do you know my favorite thing for the important. first four weeks of the season? I don't, have you watched a game? I have. I've watched, okay. I've watched a number. It has nothing to do with the games, though. My okay. favorite thing, and this is going to probably get me a little hot water, but I'm going to go with it anyways. Uh-huh. I saw on Instagram a number of people after the Patriots went one and two, gasp. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Hashtag stay loyal. St- oh. They're one and two. They were favorites against oh the 3-0 God. Dolphins, and people are, stay loyal. Don't and turn your team. And they beat the brakes off of them. Was anyone not like, this is what they do. The uh, plight of the New England Patriots fans. (laughs) You go from being the worst team in the NFL to a best, and you forgot where you come from. So now, a one and two, unbelievable. Stay loyal, hashtag. That's going to be my new thing. When you say free Lil Pump. No, Lil Pump's, another thing we didn't talk about. Lil Lil Pump performed on SNL with Kanye West last weekend. Hashtag stay loyal. (laughs) That's my new thing. Did you see it? I didn't. They I just dro- saw. So you saw the music video for that song that I literally we can't, can't take say, anymore. No. But, yeah. Wait, this is what yeah. happens. We, whatever news didn't happen <laughs> the last three weeks that we were gone. Just forget about everything we talked about. We do have a topic on uh, in our minds, but I'll and let, frankly, I'll it's let... probably like the least newsy talk topic we've talked about <laughs> but i <laughs> did i reflects. saw i saw the actually the only thing i saw of that was the chris rock video of kanye west then talking about Donald ranting Trump. yeah yes. so that was the same little pump left the stage during oh. that ranch rant ranch rant i believe went to the ranch after the rant yeah don't start oh god don't start rapping mike i wasn't rapping i was just having a tongue i twister. saw i saw the uh I saw the wheels. No, turn what off. I was thinking in my head was, didn't Kanye record his album at a ranch in Wyoming? So he when did. I said ranch, well, no, that that yeah. was where the release. No, it was like one of those Jackson Hole like yeah. resorts. But that's where they had the album listening party. Yeah, that ranch said they would uh, not allow any rappers to rent their venue anymore after that listening party. And that's why when you said he went to the ranch, that's what I was thinking. Little pump. Okay, stay loyal, <laughs> Mike. What's our uh, what, what's our actual topic for the day? Now that we've wasted- it is October. It's October. Which Things means, are getting spooky. And it's more than the October baseball. It's more than Ho- my birthday month. It's, it's your more, birthday this it month. It is my birthday month. Happy early birthday. Thank you. Odds on favorite. Odds on favorite for birthday, Mike Bonner. <laughs> and more than Halloween. I watched Hocus Pocus last night for the first time. Alyssa's been like... Hannah was thrilled. To watch Hocus Pocus and I'm just like, then just put it on. But yeah, Someone knocked over a bunch of... Uh, fr- a tip... That we we at the Advocate received from a, a local Cushnet resident said someone was kicking over headstones at the cemetery today. Wow. It is officially spooky season. It's also officially marijuana season. Yes, in New Bedford. That's that's right. Eight minutes in, we finally get there. <laughs> I know. We took we, the scenic route. But that's we okay. we quite literally buried the lead. Headstones, get it? <laughs> buried the lead. We're all about the puns today. G- give us the update. <laughs> Give us the update on uh New Bedford's marijuana presence. We might have to introduce video to our pods because the facial expressions of both of us today have been pretty We could spot do that. On. The standard times shifting to video. <laughs> the update is the moratorium on marijuana in New Bedford is lifted. It's no longer. And that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what so where we are in Mar- in, with marijuana in New Bedford is you know, you have this big the moratorium's gone. Let's right. like go out and we can just you and I, we're gonna open the bubble pot shop and it's gonna open up right here. No. Not that easy. Not yet. It's it might never be that easy. Yes, yeah, No. So it what probably we would won't. have to that, do yes. so what okay, so you wanna open up a marijuana facility. Because that was basically what I was asking here. Better get to what we're talking out. about now. <laughs> was okay, the moratorium's lifted and they made such a huge deal out of this moratorium that like, right. hey, we you know, Not ready for it. So when it's lifted and the zoning is in, you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, then you just open up and you're good. You've got to negotiate with the city first Yep. to get a host agreement. Right. And the city doesn't have to do business with you. No. And the host agreement, for those that don't know, is sort of where like tax money comes into play. Right. This is how the cities are going to Not that they wouldn't negotiate with you. Right. But it's not just like, hey, I want to open a... an establishment, They're like, okay, great, come on in. You have to uh, show them your business plan. Yep. Is it going to be successful? Who are you hiring? And by that, it's mostly, are you hiring New Bedford residents? Right. You know, the marijuana is seen as uh, potentially a really job creating way of New Bedford to boost its economy. It's a big part of economic development Throughout. in all of the cities that it'll be going into cities in and towns. States. As and well. states, yeah. yep. So New Bedford, the city, wants to know, hey, you're going to try to hire New Bedford residents because right. that's what we'd like to see. Uh, what's the security like at your place? You know what? All these right. things need to go into a host agreement, this huge long thing, and then you do all that. You get Mayor John Mitchell's like, hey, you're awesome, right? Checkmarking all off all this stuff, right? Come do business with us. So that's all great. You get your host agreement, but the city council then has to approve right. that host agreement. It might very well go just like that, snap of the finger, and they hear it at a city council meeting and you're good. More than likely, they'll probably go to finance committee mm. and a finance committee or one of their committees will hear it out, have you come in, interview you, say, hey, what do you think about this? What about that? Right. Probably much like what the mayor did, but checks and balances. They want to make sure everything's on the up and up. So you get your host agreement from the mayor or from the city. It's approved by the city council, by the committee. goes back to the city council. They finally approve it. So now you have your host agreement. Mm -hmm. Then you have to go to the state and the uh, CCC, the Cannabis Control Control Commission. Commission. They then say, look at your host agreement. Make sure everything, again, is on the up and up. Everything looks good. You're approved. Then you have to go back to the city and the health department has to inspect. Yes, which is often the hardest. Whatever everything, yes. Yeah, what your building is. Hurdle. Because yeah. at this point, you have to think to yourself, we made it sound actually more a lot easier than it is. Because let's say you got your host agreement. Why would you buy property yet? You don't know exactly. if the CCC is going to open approve you. So then you go to the CCC. Why would you buy property yet? You don't know if... You're going to get approved. So once you finally then are approved by the CCC, then you can start looking into property because that's the next step. However, the Department of Health has to approve your property. And it's not as if you can just purchase the property and set up shop. There's a build that often goes into Mm -hmm. these places. We're talking about security measures, right? So you have to install all of these additional Mm -hmm. security measures. Not a short process. I feel like, I think... I want to say that when I began talking with Basque, the medical facility that opened in Fairhaven, we started our talks somewhere in like October, September of 2017. They had pitched that they were going to be open shortly after Thanksgiving. I don't think they opened till like February or March in 2018. So it takes a, that's an additional like five months possibly that they were just working to get things settled. Now the difference between Basque is they were growing in their facility. So there's some additional health department mm-hmm. concerns there. Whereas in New Bedford, I don't imagine. I mean, I ha, have any licenses even been submitted at this point. Yes, Do we I know think if so. People will be growing in New Bedford. I believe that's the plan. Okay. I spoke with uh, Nicholas Gomes. You can read my story. We can link it on there. And he has the plan to cultivate. Okay. Uh, Within New Bedford, actually, he was at the Freedom Rally September fifteenth, and uh, for concentrate his mm-hmm. brand or his strain one third. Okay, uh, there. So he, it's a great. He's a he's a really interesting person from uh, a Kushnet, but family okay. grew up in New Bedford. In uh, the way that he said it was, you know, his grandfather helped build the city literally through. Bricklaying, mm-hmm. and he wants to continue that tradition, but through economics and right. employing New Bedford people. So I don't see why he wouldn't get approved. My understanding is he has the finances to do it, mm-hmm. and then he seemingly has what the city would like to hear in terms of hiring local sure. and and helping the city. He really sees it. As a long, long, long-term goal, right. Where he's here for the long run because he wants to even see it eventually get to the point where you can use marijuana within, kind of like a bar, like mm-hmm. use it in facilities. And yes, such, which is not currently allowed. No, so th- th- that portion, the marijuana cafes, it- it's essentially how ha- the l- way that cities are referring to it as on-site consumption, which would be like marijuana as the bar. word. Yeah. And I don't even think the Cannabis Control Commission has yet given their recommendations for that. But you would have to, the, the people, the voters in the towns or city would have to make a ballot initiative. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to get all of the signatures to put it on the ballot. Then it would have to pass for that to even be an option in towns right now. At least that's how they're doing it in Fairhaven. So I don't even think people are worrying about that part of marijuana and and yeah. right now in new bedford specifically the city council which helped draw up a lot of the zoning how they looked at zoning cannabis mm-hmm. was to go more strict at the start right and then be able to loosen it up later their theory being it's easier to loosen than to tighten those laws after they've already been uh established right their idea, I think, at some point is very much they're doing that because of how they handled the tattoo parlors. Okay. Where tattoo parlors, I guess, at some point were very restricted. They can only be in certain spots. Right. And now you look, there's one right almost where I live on Union Street. and yep. There's a bar across the street. Yeah. And it's very much within the fabric of downtown. So, yeah. if that's how you see it happening, if you take the how tattoo parlors were and how they are now. I think that's what the city council was looking at. If everything goes well and everything seemingly is kosher then at some point that's maybe where they'll get. And I think that's where this person Nick Gomes at Old Soul Gardens mm-hmm. uh that's how he sees it going. But again that's as you mentioned quite far down the road, yeah. but I think it's interesting because he's in it for the long run. Yeah. It's it's sort of one of those things where um the notion of lifting a moratorium to people who are really unfamiliar with the topic, it seems like a really big deal because they're like, oh my God, the moratorium's lifted. We're going to have marijuana in here in a week. Realistically, it's one of those things where like for a journalist, you write that the moratorium lifts and then it's probably like two and a half months before there's any additional news on that because it's so yeah. slow moving that they're Like people in these towns, once the moratorium lifts, you won't see a storefront begin to open up for probably like five to six months. It's good. Yeah. And Nick, uh, again, uh, Nick Gomes, who I spoke with, he's optimistic three to six months. Okay. Everyone's always optimistic. Exactly. Me being a reporter and seeing how things go, I I think it's more close to six months than the three. And maybe beyond that, just because I know how... It all goes. And, and he is double applying. And by that, I asked him what he meant by that. He has already applied with the CCC. Mm-hmm. So as soon as his host agreement, if and when it is approved by the city, the CCC can kind of just look at his his application immediately then, rather than him then filing all the paperwork and doing all right. that. So, But even with that mindset, he still thinks three to six months. So that's one of the reasons why I think I like this topic here is because we hear marijuana so often the state, oh, it's legal and the moratorium's lifted. What does that mean? And I right. feel like those big stories that we opened up in the beginning of the show, everyone knows. You know, there's there's not much to really unravel that isn't already right unraveled. This is, I feel like, like you said, people. Okay, where's the shop? Where's it opening? Not so much, right? It, and it it's kind of one of those things where you, fr- at least this happened in Fairhaven, right? So. People heard that Basque was going to be opening for however long it opened, and then it finally opens, and the only people who notice it are the people who are using it, right? Right, right. Mind you, this is a medical facility, so that number is even smaller because it's only a certain segment of the population that can even enter the facility. So you're gonna, you're talking about something that, realistically, unless it's in some sort of like highly trafficked area, you're going to hear about it. Then you're not going to hear about it for quite some time, and then it'll be open. And if you catch the news that day, you'll probably hear about it. And if you don't, you'll drive by it and be like, "Oh, that's a new place," because the 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 frills are so little on on these things that it's the thing it'll that really took me. And this was my ignorance on the topic as a whole, mm-hmm. and then covering it was when you think marijuana. All I thought of, and most everybody thinks of is smoking marijuana. Right. And that's what legal is, is you're just going to go and then, you know, wrap your joint and then smoke it. And then you're going to have that smell. And then when you're talking to experts in the field, which I have, that's like, it's like the last, their last concern. The 1% really, the 99% is other aspects that are much cleaner and healthier to, to digest. Right. Or ingest rather not digest. Right. It's a lot of, I had a similar experience as you when talking to people, um, the similar in a way, obviously Basque is focused on growing a little bit as well. But, um, realistically when they're talking about their products, interactions with the patients, it's edibles, it's ointments, like topical things, lozenges, different things that help people on a day to day that aren't as, uh, sort of uh, stereotypical is not the right word, but it's like a more forward thinking approach to consuming cannabis than you would think of just like smoking a joint or smoking a blunt or something. You know, I was totally unaware of it too before like yeah. uh, researching the topic that, yeah, it was even a thing. Yeah. it It's, fu- <laughs> it's sort of funny to see an industry that is um, so new to the area, but if you look at it, from like a what's been going on inside of the industry perspective, it's like pretty far advanced for how uh, sort of archaic the means of them being able to function have been with it being illegal, right? So people were clear. There's definitely sort of that like underbelly of people who were doing it and advancing products while it was still illegal, which is really interesting. And I wonder too how many people voted for it not under, voted for it positively, voted for right. it to become legal without really even knowing the layers to it. Because sure. again, even when it was legalized, I was thinking to myself, and I'm sure my family was too, because I talked about it, just literally smoking a joint. Right. Who cares? It's, you know, whatever, it's fine. Right. But that's not even, again, that's such a s- literal t- tip of the iceberg type of thing. Oh, yeah. And that's, it's crazy. Yeah, It. You know, and it, it, it's sort of interesting to see as the moratorium gets closer to that December lift date in Fairhaven, and there's going to be a special town meeting in November um, where people can sort of vote on, like, the bylaw, the zoning bylaw for it, which would be how many shops they're going to limit it to, et cetera. Um, there's, like, a, a small segment well I don't even know how big it is really you only get to see the segment of people who are like at town at meetings and things like that but there's a segment of people who are really concerned about well I can already smell it and I can already do this and then you sort of get into the perspective of like well okay so like you guys are being affected by what's coming in off the street without understanding that like a lot of the stuff that's going to be coming out of the retail shops are going to be things that are a lot less invasive to your everyday life right there's a, yeah, it, it's, inter- now, okay, here, here's a, something I wanted to bring up just because I had seen it floating around. Have you seen sort of these like underground Instagram accounts pop up on your feed at all that are like selling marijuana in New Bedford? I've Have you- seen one. Yeah. That okay. was like, look what we had. It was just kind of like a picture right. of it and, but very discreet, very like. That's definitely uh, illegal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I would, cause it's, Yeah. That I mean, because technically t- you can grow it, right? Even with the moratorium, yes, you can grow yes. it in your house. It, you just couldn't purchase it or sell it in recreational. As far as I know, yeah, like that's. I'm not even sure. Again, and because there, there is, there's so many layers. If you were to grow it in your house, could you then sell it? I don't know the specifics on yeah, that. I'm not I know sure in, either. I know there's rules in other states where you can do that. Like essentially. You're so for that day. You're giving up your grow rights, as they call it, and you're giving it to that person who then grew your plants for the day and gave it to you. But I don't know if that's true in Massachusetts. It might just thinking of beer, right? Um, one of my good friends brews beer. Okay, and I can only pay him for supplies. Oh, you can't pay him for the product itself. He's making it for me. Sure. It's like a roundabout way of saying I'm paying him right. for this, but I'm not paying him for the product. For the product, yeah, because I don't me. have, okay. obviously, the means to do it. Right. So I'm paying him for all those supplies, and then he right. produces it for me, but I can't pay him anything okay. um, for the the beer itself. Right. It Which is just one of those like weird roundabout ways. So it ways. might be the same thing with... I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't wanna, know. I don't want to state that as fact because I'm not sure, oh, but yeah. I could see that. Nor am I. Yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of using... Yeah, similar type things. But that was another interesting thing. And maybe we shouldn't. Maybe that should be a story rather than just a short segment on a podcast. But it's like interesting to see those those little things begin to pop up. So now we're back to facts, are we? We're gonna acknowledge facts and realities and what's real and what's not. Now at the end of the podcast, (laughs) at the end of the podcast, at the beginning, at the end of the podcast, we 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 talk about facts at the beginning. uh, It's it's real things that exist. Yes. Maybe we should look into that more, Mike. Than just. (laughs) Theorizing <laughs> that an actual human being exists or not. Who? Emin Marshall. Marshall Mathers. Marshall? Not. Is it total? Nor, not negative nor positive. Just an acknowledgement that this person. An acknowledgement that an underwhelming rap album came out. Yes. You're the one being negative and adding emotions. <laughs> I'm just saying. All the I'm a critic, Mike. I'm a critic. I guess I that's know. why you don't like it, huh? Because he came after you. you can't, uh, <laughs> did he come after me? He came after critics. oh no. I don't know. I didn't listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Typical critic. Typical critic. <laughs> I have just writing without even knowing. I did not write about the album. Because uh, yeah, yeah, what you it was just bad. Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to. I've spent enough of my time on Eminem. <laughs> Oh, my God. Shout out to Eminem. Not a friend of the pod. Come, he's not come gonna, on the pod. Yeah, he's not come going on the pod. to. I he doubt might it. come on the podcast. Probably not. No, probably not. This has been a good... Uh, I'm, I feel like we spread our... Spread our We're legs. We're back. We stretched a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we stretched out. Anything else on marijuana that you want to... I think we covered it. Yeah, no, I think we pretty much covered it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like we said, there's like no real news that's happening aside from like the moratorium's lifted. Right, but it, to me it was like... I have people come up to me saying, "What does that mean? Can we?" go? Exactly. Sure. Right. That. But that's sort of that's right. sort of it, right? It's like aside from it being like, yeah, it's lifted. It like I don't have that much to tell you because like nothing's happening right now. Yeah. The. And that's sort of how it goes. Slow churn of government. Slow burn. Slow burn. Yep. You are full of puns today. Um, slow. Well, I try, Mike. I'm trying a new thing since I came back from vacation. Puns. Our vacation this week will not be as long we will be back next week uh, we don't know what we're gonna do yet we haven't made it that far we're still on our vacation hangover if you will but uh, yeah this was good thanks hope for coming back, back Mike. oh I like that Whoa. thanks for coming back that's yeah. good thanks for coming back uh, yeah hope to have us back.